this is another episode of Our Two Cents. I'm Wit. I am Cece. Cece, I have a corny joke for you tonight. Oh, do you? I love corny jokes. What's up? Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. What did the jam say to Beyonce? Something about some jelly. What's up? <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this but jelly. This jelly. <laughs> You ruined it. You figured it out. Even if you know it, you're supposed to lie and be like, I don't know what. Nah. But I knew it. I knew it. So I knew it had to be something about some jelly, honey. Of course. Of course. That is not a dad joke that I stole from All Deaf Digital. I didn't. Um, maybe. It is. We don't know. Who knows? I mean, you ain't even gonna look it up, so. <laughs> so, Cece, tell me, how was your week? Oh, my gosh. This is a week that I wish would have like completely been different. Mm-hmm. It has been something different every day. Monday I called in sick. Tuesday, um, something happened with like the the website for ordering some different stuff online. Wednesday I was 30 minutes late. Thursday I felt like I was sick until about 2 p.m. And today I was late because I got a speeding ticket. Wow. Like, come on. I've never had a bad week. I've had like a bad day or (laughs) two. A couple of bad days. Yeah, but I've never had a bad week. And I feel like this is, this is like my week. And I was like, man, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm just planning to stay inside the entire weekend and you know what? Sunday, I should have knew, I should have known that it was gonna be a bad week. Cause Sunday, when I got back home, my um, what's that? The fire extinguisher. You know what's that thing called? The fire. You know detector? your oh, yes, the fire <laughs> smoke detector. Oh, okay. Yeah, this <laughs> this smoke detector was like beeping and stuff, and so like I unplugged it or whatever. And every day I the, came in. Wait, that ain't what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to change the battery. Hey, first of all, I ain't got I ain't got them kind of batteries to go with it. And I was not finna call the dead gum leasing office for them to come and change it. So look, I unplugged it because I remember in my old apartment, uh, the maintenance guy showed me how to like unplug the whole thing to keep it from beeping. So mm-hmm. all week long I like just it's been sitting on the floor. And then this today when I came in the house it was like beeping again. I was like, uh-uh, this is not finna ruin my day. I done had a bad day already, girl. When I tell you I went and I put that thing in my trunk. Are you serious? <laughs> I went and put it in my trunk. I was like, I'm not having this tonight. Well, we are gonna <laughs> no, solicit no the prayer warriors that your house don't catch on fire. Come out the closets and, <laughs> and pray for me that my house don't catch on fire. Oh, with, my with. God. How was your week, with? same <laughs> i tell you the one thing that we have in common and what you said not only that it was a bad week but i also got a traffic ticket mm. i'm not gonna say why but i got one and i think the people want to know what happened no <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even gonna be out here like that. Uh text, text it to me. <laughs> just know just know that I got a ticket. Um so my week like started off 
like yours kept going. Like it started off really bad. My daughter got sick. I got a ticket. I had to take off work. I was late one day and she missed like um, because she was sick, not because I was late, but she missed like some of the Christmas festivities at school. So I was kind of like bummed out about that. But mm-hmm. I guess the good thing about it is that I got my ticket expunged so I don't have to pay. Well, I had to pay something, but I don't have to good physically go to court. Yeah. Oh, man. So, that's the good best thing that happened to me this week. Uh, let's pray for better next week. Amen. And yeah. a better Christmas, a better New Year, better better 18. Right, right. Better 18. We're going to get Seven. to our, our 18 yeah, we, wishes. Our I don't want to call them resolutions because that seems kind of immature. But uh, uh, goals. Oh, to have. Yeah, 18 goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Okay. All right. So let's hop right into celebrity. All right, so the first story that we're going to do on Celebrity is about Keaton Jones. If you have been on the interwebs, then you have seen this video of young Keaton Jones. He is a um, young boy who was bullied at school. Um, His mom decided to record a video of him after, I guess, after he had gotten out of school and just gotten bullied. Um, And he was, it was a very tearful uh, video where he was just upset and sad about it. They poured milk down his shirt and just a horrible video. Yeah, I must, they talked about his nose. Talked about his nose. Yeah, said he didn't have any friends. Right. And I must admit that when I first saw it, I felt sorry for him. Me too. With I ain't know, even lying. It pulled on my heartstrings a little it bit did. because I it would really, never really want, did. Yeah, I would never want anybody to bully my child or you know I think we all have experienced some form of bullying but uh let me finish so um after he got done pulling at our heartstrings black twitter decided that they were going to also become the CIA yes and they found pictures some receipts yes receipts <laughs> you know that's my favorite word <laughs> They found pictures of his mother with the Confederate flag and pictures of Keaton. And I guess I'm assuming are his siblings also uh, standing next to a Confederate flag. So you can gather from that that his mom is racist. Ain't no, or ain't no question about in it. Her, right. But in her defense, she she said that it was um her doing something kind of shocking and Girl, please. Her, it, it was supposed to be kind of like a just her being like outlandish or something like that there are like, other ways to be outlandish that uh, don't make right. you racist Exa- exactly okay. i mean and, and they are from tennessee uh-huh and um i live in tennessee which is still very much the south of course right and i feel like she knew what she was doing. They knew that they were doing... I mean, she felt bad for her child in the moment. And yeah. she wasn't thinking yeah. about her past specifically. She right. just, you know, as a mom, I felt like wanted to bring attention to her child. So initially, well, I felt wait, like it may wait, have been let me, genuine. Let me, let me you know finish. I mean? Because <laughs> I would have agreed with you. But there was a UFC fighter... 
I can't quite remember his name. It's something to start with the S. I can't remember. I tried to look for it because I know that last week I fell short with the names and I was trying to make up for it this week, but I just can't do it. Um, <laughs> it was a UFC fighter. He had invited Keaton to one of his fights and Keaton's mom inboxed him and said, hey, instead of giving me those tickets, how about you just donate money to my GoFundMe or, um, you know, encourage other people to donate to my GoFundMe? And he was like, what do you mean? Why? Blah, blah, you know, just asking questions. And she was like, I thought us white people were supposed to stick together. So that's where I draw the line with Keaton's mom. Because that's blatantly racist and that's blatantly uh, showing that her only concern was to capitalize off her son's um, misfortune. And I don't think that Keaton is to blame for this. I don't think that we should make jokes about the kid, even though I have seen jokes that I tried my best not to laugh at because I don't have time to go to hell. But um, (laughs) his mom is fair game. And, um, yeah, so she's just not a very good person. And shame on you, Keaton's mom. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I mean, initially, I felt like it came from a good place. I felt like she was being a mom and she was being, you know, she was showing concern for her kid and him being bullied. And then I feel like after that, she felt like she needed to capitalize on the... um, the popularity and the the fact that her post had gone viral and right. she was like how how can i capitalize off of this yeah. now she apparently and, capitalized and with $57,000 yes <laughs> and, i mean and and see that's another thing that i read on TMZ cuz of course they froze those gofundmes because initially Good. the the, the $57,000 was uh, being raised by a random person, not necessarily her or somebody that she knew. Right. But somebody just with a good heart. Mm-hmm. And um, and then someone else who was presenting themselves to be her, who I think that was ne- wasn't necessarily her, was... Um, starting one as well and so they kind of froze those accounts so obviously right. her mother his mother didn't get a chance to capitalize off of the uh the hurt and the pain um from her son like she set out to but you and, know i saw and, go i'm sorry go ahead uh, no i was gonna say that initially i mean you know i heard after black twitter went after them you know that he wasn't as um innocent as it seemed to be i mean you know that he was calling um other classmates and school kids the n-words and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and at the same time i feel like you still can't blame the kid in that moment you have to blame the parents because they know i mean that's how kids learn they learn from their households they learn from their parents Mm -hmm. so i mean i don't i still don't necessarily blame keaton himself i blame the parents like you i blame his mom i blame his dad who is a well-known white supremacist so i mean i blame them Mm -hmm. and that's it i mean i i I hope that he grows up and 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 learns better and obviously he's obviously he's probably a child that's that may be um influenced or easily influenced easily and i think that um if shown the right way he can adjust you know what I mean? I agree. I agree. But I was just thinking, like, I saw the video 
and I felt bad for him for him. But I wasn't compelled to like donate money. And what I don't understand is out of all of the charitable things that you could have donated money to, like the uh, Hurricane Harvey and Puerto Rico, who still does not have electricity in some places. Like, why do people feel, why did people feel compelled to give money to him who's just being bullied? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, why didn't we... Well, I don't know if this didn't happen, but I didn't hear anything about about a GoFundMe for the two black girls who committed suicide. Right. And I I'm mean, sure I didn't that, even hear about their story right, until I'm sh- I heard this story. Right. And I'm sure that their parents could have used $57,000, a lot more than Keaton Jones's mama could have used it because they have burial expenses and funeral costs and things that they have to take care of. So, I mean, I just feel like we should not just go with what is popular and what's trending and, you know, make a more conscious decision about what you put your energy and your money into. I mean, we should do our Googles. We should do, I mean, just like you, uh, I don't know if you heard earlier this year, there was a little girl from Starkville who Mm -hmm. committed suicide. Yes. Her name was Mariah. Yeah. It was a very unfortunate situation. And I feel like, you know, that didn't become national news. It just didn't. And I mean, although it was local news, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what kind of support her mother and her father received from the community. Um, like Keaton Jones's uh, mother received initially. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I so I, I think that we should just definitely pay more attention and it also depends on the influence that the person who started the situation had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a random person and that person may have um, had more influence than, let's say, you know, someone from our community. did. Let's just let's just say that. Because I would imagine that somebody did start a GoFundMe. They did probably raise some monies, but it may not have been to the extent that Keaton Jones's mother. Yeah. So yeah. we should just definitely um, be aware of what's going on in our own communities, uh, be steadfast and uh, pay more attention to what's happening with our own people. That is exactly right. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move on. Um, this week at the White House, the very White House. Um <laughs> Armorosa, she started off no, by Mar- saying <laughs> she started off by saying that she was resigning from the White House effective January twentieth because that was going to be her one year um, anniversary date. Um, mm-hmm. But conflicting reports have surfaced saying that she was fired by uh, General General Kelly, Kelly and. Mm-hmm. When she got fired, she went to Ivanka and was like, hey, girl, hey, um, General <laughs> Kelly, he trying to fire me, girl. <laughs> what you got to say about that? And Ivanka was like, uh-uh, you better get out of my face. I can't do nothing about that. So after she was unsuccessful with Ivanka, she decided to go into the residence of the White House thinking that she could talk to Agent Orange himself. 
but she 45 triggered, yeah but she triggered some alarms and was reportedly escorted off of the premises she was now Amorosa is saying that this is not true she's not escorted she can work until January the 20th she can go back to the White House whenever she feels like it until January the 20th um and she but she a, has been restricted yes, in was, some in certain areas. Right. I was just about to get to that. The Secret Service uh, tweeted, um, actually in her defense, that uh, reporting regarding Secret Service personnel physically removing Armorosa from the White House complex is incorrect. Um, the Secret Service was not involved in the termination process of Ms. Manigault. How do you pronounce that? Manigault Newman? Yeah, or that's the, it. Or the escort off the complex. Our only involvement in this matter uh, was to deactivate her badge. So uh, the Secret Service kind of came out in her defense saying, we ain't escort her out. We just, you know, deactivated her security clearance. Um, so what do you think? Do you believe her or not? Nah? I don't believe her. I believe they fired her ass, mm-hmm. and and in which I feel like was she should have been like she should have never been hired. To be quite honest with you, I was like thinking to myself like, what is she supposed to be doing? Like she a liaison for the for the African American community or something? Yes, and she did not do anything. Like no. she she didn't like bring any of us over on his side. But I mean, see, I think that he helps he she... shoot. Uh-huh. He should... Uh, <laughs> We're going to get it together. You go ahead. We, uh, I was going to say, he who should not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I, I just don't like to speak his name. Like, it, right. it brings validity to the to the title, if mm-hmm. you will. You know what I mean? So, I, I feel like she didn't do, I guess, what it was that she was supposed to do. And he probably felt like she was serving no purpose. So he was like, hey, just give her the axe. I mean, I fired her before. Let's fire her again. Well, I think um, something interesting that was in that, um, that Good Morning America that she did with Michael Strahan, she was like, my people are going to want to hear my story. And I'm like, no, girl, I'm pretty sure that we traded you for like Joe Biden like years ago. I'm so, trying to figure out. I'm like, you. who is her people? <laughs> you ain't got no black card. We don't know you. You ain't been to a million meetings in a while. She must be talking about her husband. She must be talking about her husband. I don't know, but she ain't talking about me. <laughs> she definitely not talking about me. So um, I think that she knew that she was a puppet. But I find the timing kind of weird. I kind of... Because you know I watch a lot of Scandal. And... The fact that Roy Moore lost the election and then she gets booted because all of the black people voted for Doug Jones. <laughs> so it's like, you ain't doing all your job. All of the black the, people. All, all yeah, the, like, a great majority 90, of the black people. 97% women, 92% men. Yeah, a great majority were. of the black people yeah. voted for Doug Jones. And, and he thanked them in, their, um, in his speech. Right, so I just find the timing rather interesting that that happened around that time because you know I guess you could say he could say that she's not doing her job even though she said that uh General Kelly was the one who fired her and not Donald Trump himself so 
Let's just go with what she says until we get some proof, I guess. Right? Yeah, we need we need some more some more answers. I feel we like do. in the coming weeks uh, we'll get some we'll get some more answers. We will. And I, I don't believe know. In I just want you to know Armorosa that any book you write any documentary you make or anything any about interview you do I won't be watching we will not be watching we will or not be entertaining you. yeah we you don't you don't support us we don't support you if you see me and I don't speak know what that means you know what it means <laughs> <laughs> All the right. god Cardi B yes <laughs> Who makes me want to be a little Latino? Does she make you want? I mean, like no. J Lo didn't do that for me, but Cardi B definitely does. Like no. she, she really. I want to be like the only person. Whatever it is, that the she only does, person that she made me want to be Hispanic is Salinas. <laughs> it was not Cardi B. Salinas with an S. You know that's what they say in the movie. You know that's been coming on like the past like couple months. CC, focus. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Kevin Hart did an interview with the Breakfast Breakfast Club. Club. And Mm -hmm. he was very apologetic. Yes. He was very apologetic about his indiscretions. Indiscretions and Uh cheating on his beautiful wife, by the way, and Nico. She's very pretty, yes. She is. Um, he cheated on her when he was in Vegas. He was out here thottying and some more. And um, he got caught. And he explained that he was sorry. I can't even count how many times he said he was sorry. Um, but what stuck out to me, in the process of this interview, he uh, was asked a question about how his friends have changed or, you know, addressed him during the, this scandal. And Michael Blackson's name came up. And he said that Girl. he was so petty about the situation. He was like, Michael Blackson, you know, he made me the butt of his jokes. and Yeah, he, he was out here like, and, yeah, making fun like of me. Like showing his ass for right. Instagram likes. And, like he became yeah. the girl that's showing his butt for Instagram likes. Right. And then he said, if you want to, I'll be waiting for your hour special. I'll even help fund it. You know, like right. stuff like that. Oh, and he was super petty now. The minute I heard that, I was like, I cannot wait. For the rebuttal. Because one thing about Michael Blackson is that nobody is safe. Nobody. He is going to roast every Everybody. single <laughs> person, even himself. So you <laughs> got to know that he is going to have something to say to Kevin Hart about Kevin Hart. And I think it was, was it today? Yeah. That he posted the video and he got on some Nike sliders. <laughs> And a full-length fur coat. (laughs) And I wish I could quote to you what he was saying, but he was saying it in his native tongue. You can half understand it. (laughs) I don't know what he was saying. It was a whole lot of... Beach this and beach yes, that. Yes, mother soccer. It was a whole <laughs> bunch of that. And I was like, okay. It's funny. You don't even know what he be saying. But it's just it's just funny it's because of the faces funny. he makes. And mm-hmm. and you know he like be like semi-serious with it. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, that's what I was just about to say. Like, I was coming up to that point. Like, I really can't tell 
if they're both serious or if they're both joking. But I feel like comedians. I think Kevin, I think Kevin was serious, though. Yeah. You know, because that was a serious situation in his life. And but I, the thing I think is, that though, he felt that I think that he felt that Michael was his friend or whatever, and so he should have been been there for him. Like, but kind of like he he talked about Gary Owen. And how Gary Owen hit him up and was like, hey, man, you know, I hate that you're going through this, but, you know, you still owe me this money, right? <laughs> it was like, and that's how I would want you to be. Like, you my, you my really, really good friend. And if I like, hey, man, you fucking up out here in these streets, but, hey, we still going to hit the whatever, whatever when we do it. And I'm going to be like, okay. But my take on that is, I mean, they're comedians. Comedians make jokes at the expense of other people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's your right. profession. Like, even though, like, I try, I really try hard to think back if I've ever heard Kevin Hart make, like, jokes like that, and I haven't really heard him make, like, he malicious jokes. He always usually takes the high road. Yeah, he always talks about his family or something like that. But everybody has made jokes about Michael Jackson and his surgeries has made jokes about Whitney Houston being on crack, Bobby Brown going to jail, you know, and as comedians, like I, I just feel like that's their job to make light of certain situations or to roast somebody when they doing something wrong out here in these streets. So I don't know why he felt that he was going to be, separate from that like he felt he was like he felt he was gonna be safe from them from being the butt of the joke i mean you out here cheating on your wife and being like irresponsible about it knowing that you famous knowing that people are gonna try to extort you you know but that that's just the way i feel about it i feel like he was going too hard on michael blackson being too petty and you know oh you feel that way yeah I don't. I'm not on his side in this situation. I am. And I'll tell you why. I mean, I felt like if he, I mean, if he was sympathetic or empathetic in whatever situation that Michael Blackson was going through personally, then he should have gotten the same kind of courtesy from Michael. But that's not you know the what I'm person saying? Of course, that Michael Blackson is. Right. Like, and, then, and that's the thing. I think that that's what, that's the difference where it comes from. Like, you need to understand who actually is your friend or not, because in that sense, Michael Blackson obviously wasn't the same type of friend that Kevin was to him. Mm. So, you know, that's a learning lesson from for for Kevin, right? Yeah. You yeah. just take that as a learning lesson, but I still don't agree with it. I mean, I feel like I feel like respect is respect no matter what. That's how I feel. But if you got a friend and you know that they are a certain way. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, that's how Gary Owen is. Like you know that Michael Blackson makes fun of his friends on the internet. Like how can you expect anything different from him? Like he's yeah. shown he's he's known to be that person. So why is it gonna be different now because you are the subject of the joke? Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So that's yeah. where that's where I feel. You know that um, I didn't agree with him on it. Saying that that's cool. Yeah, I mean, agree to disagree on that. We can. We always do. We can. We do. (laughs) 
Is there anything else to add to celebrity? I can't think um, of anything else right now off the top of my head. A couple a couple things happened this week, but I mean nothing nothing as big as I feel like those three things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Atlanta oh. is coming back for season Atlanta two. Atlanta is coming back. Thank you, Jesus. I need <laughs> it in my life. Me too. Oh my gosh, I, I love Atlanta. Yes, if you guys do not watch Atlanta, go ahead and catch up on it before February 2018 because I guarantee you that Cece and I are going to be doing our binging segments. Definitely binging. Every second week we'll be talking about it. Right. So go ahead and catch up on it so you won't be lost. I think I'm going to rewatch it just because, right? I think we have to. Yeah, we have to. We have to. I love Donald Glover. I feel like I feel like don't, we're like Don't you just huh? say that cuz you said that last week. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> New content. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Everybody knows that you love Childish Gambino. Yes, let's move on. Well, no, last week you said Childish Gambino. This week you said Donald Glover. No, F- but I think F- I like they're the same I people. I like both. I think I like both of them, like his alter ego and him equally. I think I love them both equally. No. Oh. Okay. I think you can do that, right? Like I, I can way. I mean, if it were you and you love somebody that way, I'd be like, mm, okay, I'm like that's Michael work. B. Jordan, oh, and I also God. like him as Creed, like, mm-hmm. whoever else he want to play in a movie. It don't matter. Yeah. All his mm-hmm. alter egos, and, and him too, and them soup coolers. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's move on uh, yes. to our next segment. Let's argue. I mean, who says exactly what they're thinking? What kind of game is that? All right. So this week on Let's Argue, we have something a little special for you guys. Um, I have a friend who has a blog. It's called Pop Lifestyle, and that's Purpose Over Perfection. Uh, she has an Instagram. Let me pull it Shout up. Shout out to Pop Lifestyle. Yes. Her Pop name is, her name is uh, Brittany. That's her. That's her real name. Uh, yeah. So her Instagram is underscore pop lifestyle. I hope y'all know how to spell, and I ain't got to spell it out. Yeah. But it's underscore pop lifestyle. Y'all make sure to go on Instagram and follow her. Um, I should have been more prepared. I was prepared, but I don't know where the where my article went. I had it pulled up. So pretty. Sitting up here, here it is, and her website is www.pop-lifestyle.com. So you guys, please go and check her out. Um, she recently featured an article uh, titled "I Got Cuffing Season Wrong," and this is, I think it's kind of like our discussion we had last week, but it. It has a slight That's a little different. Just a little different. So basically, I'm not going to read the whole article. Um, I'm just going to take some ex- excerpts. I still can't get that word In right. this article, we, we had excerpts. See in the sky. Excerpts. And <laughs> they dated for a little while, but they went on a break. Um, she was hoping that it would develop into more, but um, the guy, he just wasn't ready. Um... So he, they used to do like 
things together, like relationship type of situations, go to the movies, go on dates, dinners, things like that. He was even like getting cool with her brother. Yeah. And she said after a while, he became less attentive and started slacking on the communication. I started to speak up and let him know my true feelings and how I didn't like the fact that he was becoming distant. To which he would respond with something like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. But I knew if I agreed that I wouldn't have any time with him. Uh, Slowly the communication faded. And later I find out he flew a chick from Chicago in to come see him. And while he says we're still friends, things have been so awkward since then. Now it's cold and I'm left with all of these fuzzy feelings to where I want to just cuddle up on the couch Laugh, watch TV, drink hot chocolate, but he's gone. Signed, Cold Cuffless Claire. First of my, all, she needs to my, get her Claire. some. Cu- she needs to get her some fuzzy socks from Old Navy, like I did last <laughs> week. And I Will mean, they change your life. Well, it at least it'll at least keep her feet warm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It won't change your life, but it'll keep her Because that's what you need a man for anyway. I mean, shucks. <laughs> I'm always, my feet are always cold, and I'm always trying to rub them, them these things up under the man. <laughs> Just saying. So, Brittany, um, she replied to her, and I think gave her some awesome advice. Um, I am going to read Brittany's whole um advice um yeah go ahead section because i feel like i can't leave any of it out first of all i want you to put down the ice cream and brownies because it's not the end of the world oh and wipe that little bit of ice cream off your shirt it sounds like this situation was definitely more of a summer fling so your seasons were way off and while we all want a warm body to call coddle cuddle up to during the winter months this is not an excuse to settle for mediocrity You went into a situation knowing you wanted more, but you were willing to just have fun in the disguise of hoping this fling could turn into the real thing. Granted, there were a lot of fun moments along and you two genuinely enjoying each other's company. You sold yourself short in the name of warmth. While the girl power in me wants to say the guy was shady for how he started to pull away from you only to get cozy with another woman, we technically can't blame him because there were no ground rules set. Everything was just fun and the moment he sensed and the moment he sensed you wanting more, he pulled back. My advice is to get out and have fun this winter while learning from this lapse in judgment. Also, when the next person comes along, be clear about what you're looking for and don't entertain anything less than what your heart truly wants. In the meantime, I recommend stashing up on the wine, fluffy blankets, and if none of that works, send me your address and I'll ship you this pillow for Christmas. And it's one of those pillows that has like a man's shirt on it. and. Yeah. It looks like he got his arm around you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a daggone pillow. And underneath that, she put, don't sacrifice your heart's true desires for the sake of having a warm body to lay with. Stay popping till next time, Britney Star. I think that Britney's response is classy. And I think that Claire should definitely take her up on it. And not only Claire, but me. You spoke into my life, Brittany. Um, you know what? I I've kind of been doing that this this cuffing season. So I you mean, I've been really, you stand yeah. true to yourself. 
Yeah, I kind of have. I've I just been chilling. Um, you know, I don't... My fuzzy socks have been keeping me pretty warm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, when the time comes, I have a man to mm-hmm. keep my feet warm and I can take them socks out. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about that? I think I would keep the socks. <laughs> <laughs> Because okay. you never know what these niggas gonna do. Um, um, amen. <laughs> this is keep them in the stash, right? <laughs> Just in case you don't act right, I got these socks and this. I wine. got these socks. I got these socks and this one. <laughs> yeah, I think that, like I said, her advice was on point. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not following her advice. Um, I don't like to get into too much detail about my relationship. Currently, you're not following her advice. Is that what you're saying? I I, I just don't like to, you know, divulge too much information about my relationship <laughs> status. Um, okay. I'm going to say that it's complicated. It is. I understand. Um, but I love them to death. Um, we just need to so, get on the same page, right? Yeah, we just need to get on the same page. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm not, but I'm going to say I am. Um, for the sake of the podcast. Okay. For the sake of cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I think the article was great. Um, it was. And I think that I'm going to write into Brittany too, but I'm going to like be anonymous. And uh, I'm going to see what kind of advice she can give me, girl, because I need it. I feel like it's advice... I feel like we are, I, let's just be honest, right? Like, I think that people who write into columns like this already know the answers. It's just that they want to hear it from someone else. So they, they need confirmation. confirmation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they need confirmation. And then even still, they may not, you know, follow the advice. Right. I mean, because Claire, if he hits her up and she's, and it's that day when she's like in a mood, kind of like, you know, like the week we both had. I mean, we have both had weeks in which we need some comfort and wine and fuzzy socks ain't just been freaking do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if if somebody hit me and was like, hey, can I come over? Can I sit next to you? Can I come in and just, you know, just be then we'll be more accepting of that. And that's just true. That's just the honest to God truth. And a lot of us aren't willing to admit that. And I think that we should be willing to admit our vulnerabilities in which we need some comfort in some, in certain parts of our lives, because let's just say that it's a more um, sensitive sensitive kind of time in our life like the holidays are coming up it's sensitive in that sense right Mm -hmm. I mean no one wants to be alone no one wants to be that person that is around their family and everybody has somebody that they are hugging up against and stuff like that and you just that person sitting in the corner and you by yourself nobody wants to do that no one wants to be that person so you generally and when I say you I mean like people in whoever general. yeah generally kind of take whatever it is that they can get and it's not a good thing i mean hopefully we can come to our right minds and just 
you know, get away from that. But more times than not, we don't. And that's just the honest to God truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. You got to recognize your standards, your worth, and you got to stick to it. Definitely have to stick to it. It's super hard, but you have to come to a realization that like it hasn't been working for you in the past. And like, it's okay to be alone. It's okay to just sit with your family. Like this year, I'm going to be at home with my folks and I'm not going to be at home with anybody that I love or whatever. I love them, but I don't have a significant other. And it's just going to be me. And I'm cool with that. Like, I mean, yeah, in the back of my mind, I would be like, "Mm, it would be nice. But then at the same time, what am I sacrificing? Am I sacrificing my happiness just to have somebody sitting next to me? Nigga, no. Hell to the no. Like, I'm cool with, like, just showing up and, like, and and facing, like, the odd questions and, like, when you gonna do and when, how come you ain't that, did this and all this Don't stuff. I'm like, I'm cool with those that. questions. Don't they? And I'm when just y'all like, gonna get married? I mean, like, when you gonna <laughs> stop letting him cheat on you, though? Like, when you gonna, when you gonna stop Christmas having all these, back. uh, when you gonna stop having all these kids? is like uh uh did you like didn't you just get out of jail like like you got the audacity to ask me these questions but then you just go to northland and get him a couple of sweaters Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like we all have our issues right that's right and this is just one amongst many that's all that is yeah that's true yeah so ladies it's cuffing season um I think we are willing to the playoffs now. <laughs> Get that electric blanket. We're the playoffs and, like, now, so they I mean, more. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you have to do. Get you some Jack Daniels. Some Hennessy. All right. Um so and if you- Get that like that that extra thing from a man. Get that and just let him go and go on about his business and stuff. That's what I'm just being hey, hey. I'm just being no judgments, no condemnation. (laughs) Please, please, let's not judge. Let's not No, I'm the last person that can judge. Trust me. I'm just being honest. We all we all need that. Let's just it's Mm -hmm. a it's human nature. It's just it is. is. (laughs) It is. All right, CC 2017 is coming to an end. Yes, and it is. the real question this year is, in 2017, did you take a L or did you get the W? Mm, L I is think- lost, W is win for people. Maybe it's the, the older generation listening. Uh, go ahead. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's half and half for me. Um, definitely took a lot of L's and had some W's as well. Mm-hmm. Um for those who know me personally, I lost my mother, and mm-hmm. you can't recover from that. That's the ill that like just that can't be replaced. Like it, right. it's just it it just it just not. You can't replace that. Right. And um, just some other things personally took an L on, but I also had a lot of W's. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we went to we. You and I both reconnected on a level in which we hadn't in a long time. So right. I think that's a W. And um, uh, personally, I think that, I mean, you know, I, I professionally, I'm sorry, I um, got some W's. So 
um, in my career. So, you know, I think it's half and half for me. This week, personally, I think I got a, <laughs> I had, I took some L's like five yes. days in a row. Yes. <laughs> this week, I took some L's. Um, but hopefully, you know, L's comes and, and W's comes as well. Like that, I don't think that that's right grammatically, but I mean, I've been drinking red wine because it's my favorite. So <laughs> don't judge me. Uh, Whit, have you taken, what's, what have you, is it L's or W's? Um, I'm like you, I think I got both. I think maybe I'm like honorable mention. Um, honorable mention? <laughs> something like that. Um... You've grown professionally. I have a little bit, yeah. Um, I love my job, point blank, period. Um, hey, that's what's up. And when you love your job, that's what's up. I do, I do. My job is very laid back. I'm allowed to come and go as I please. I don't abuse it. Um, so I really do like working there. I like the people I work with. Um, so professionally. You show up and you show out. I try to. Professionally, I think I got that W. Um, I only took one trip this year, though. We went to Essence, and that was the only place that I went. But, I mean, I had a blast at Essence, and yeah, so did I'm I. looking forward to next year. So am I. With you and I. Just you and I. Yes. We finna act some straight fools in New Orleans. Straight up fools. <laughs> um, I can't wait. My hair changed uh, several times in 2017. I cut it all off. Um, mm. That's I something won't... I'm thinking about doing next for my birthday. Actually. No, you shouldn't do it. You got beautiful that's, natural hair. Don't cut it. That's what that's what that's what a significant or a potential significant other told me. He was like, "No, you just grew all your hair out. Don't yeah. be cutting." It. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I'm, I'm with him because. I went um, from 22-inch weave and my natural hair being a nice length, and then I cut it, and I was like, you know what? I started looking back at, like, old pictures, and I was like, I hate that I cut my hair. Because you know how women are. They say when a woman cuts their hair, they're about to change their life. And, and girl, my life ain't changed. (laughs) face got fatter. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Don't say that. You beautiful girl. Well, I didn't say I was ugly now. Come on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I think that 2017 was a good year. I started my t-shirt business. You did. Um, that was good. Which um, turned out to Whit be. made it. Yeah, we made it designs. You guys need a t-shirt. Hit me up. Shameless plug. Um, but that that was one of my goals for 2017 to start my business, which I already had another business before that, which was Glamour Me Beauty, my lipsticks. Uh, but I kind of let that fall to the wayside. But this time um, in, I went into business with my dad and he just will not let me procrastinate. Like he won't let it but happen. But that's a good thing, though. It that's is. a good thing, yeah. And it's part of the reason why we've been so successful because I have him behind me pushing me. I feel like that with you and me. I feel like you won't let me procrastinate because Girl, I'm more of a procrastinator. Well, you need to, you need to do you. your job, Cece, and turn around and help me not procrastinate. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do have to your get, job. We're going to have to get Daddy Henley in here. 
as a producer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring him in as a special guest. This week, we're talking about how not to procrastinate. With Daddy Henley. Right. He was like, just get up and do it. <laughs> and it's going to be the whole episode. But yeah, I think in 2018, I'm looking forward to focusing. I think 2018 is going to be my year of self um what I want to say I'm I'm wanting to learn more about myself okay reflection self self knowledge self, self, self yeah yeah self awareness that's yeah. the word I'm looking uh-huh, for uh-huh. 2018 is going to be the year of self awareness because my number one goal that I'm not just starting in 2018 but I'm starting like right after Christmas is weight loss Okay. So uh, I am going to start posting to my YouTube channel, My Weight Loss Journey. I'm going to start by trying to do it the natural way. Okay. Because I promised Josh that I would. Who is Josh? Um, Josh is... Um, Let's not name. Uh, <laughs> he's, my, he's my boyfriend. Who? Okay. Yes. Um, I promised him that I would try to lose weight the natural way first. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try the natural way. I'm going to document my progress on YouTube. And if the natural way does not work, then I do have the option to get weight loss surgery. Yeah. I mean, there's no shame in that. I mean, it's not. It's there for a reason. Like, don't let anybody shame you into, into like, not doing that. I mean, right, I, I right. support you 150%. I yeah, do. I don't, uh, he's not trying to shame me. I think his concern. I'm not saying that he is. I'm yeah, talking about anybody, anybody any, yeah. any, any critic or anything like that. I'm just saying like, yeah, his sister it's there for it a reason. His sister was like, don't do it. But I just feel like. You got um, some insurance that are covered. Exactly. Girl, that's what Girl. I'm thinking on the lines of, they're, they're more concerned about my health and me making it through the surgery, even though I had extensive amount of surgeries, but um, yeah, yeah no. they're more concerned about that. And I appreciate that. But at the yeah. end of the day, if I can't lose it the natural way, then here I come, bariatric center. <laughs> well, what I will say is that from what I've, heard in the past from people who've had worth uh weight loss surgery is that you have to lose a uh significant amount yourself prior you to you do um the surgery so it's not like you know you can just get the surgery done so right, you right. will have to do some work yourself and that's right. a good thing i think that that's a good um kind of standard to set to kind of get you on a uh you know, Put preparation right kind of, yeah, mind frame for to a like, lifestyle change. Yeah, ex- exactly. You said it. So what are some of your goals for 2018? Um, I think that my goals are to just get back to myself. Um, you know, after losing my mom and stuff like that, I kind of derailed a little, just a little, not, yeah. not necessarily fell all the way off, but definitely derailed a little. Um, mm-hmm. Financially, I um, 
am usually a uh, very astute kind of person within paying bills and and knowing be, being very self aware of my financial goals and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. that kind of fell to the wayside a little since my mother passed and I was just like kind of being nonchalant about, um, you know, paying things and, you know, making sure I was never without, but at the same time, wasn't, um, it wasn't number one priority like it was in the past and picking up some bad habits as well. So, uh, definitely getting back to myself, um, personally and spiritually as as well i mean that's something that i kind of uh fell off on um -hmm. and i feel like i need to get back get a um more getting more of a spiritually spiritual uh kind of atmosphere or Mm -hmm. even you know meditation and you know things of that nature being more calm being more being more centered and things of that nature. I think that I am very stressed and uh, need to calm down a little. So, um, so you need just a those, little more Jesus. Well, I mean, I it probably ain't Jesus. got it. I don't think it really is Jesus. I mean, I have enough Jesus in me. I just, I'm just a little high strung, if you will. Okay. So. Um, just, you know, just calm down on the stress, be, you know, do some meditation, do some just sitting along with myself and just being still. Mm-hmm. I mean, because people think that that's weird, but at the same time, I mean, you know, when you're still and when you can just sit and be mm-hmm. like that, you're, you're more aware of what's actually happening. So I think that that's something that I need to, um, get back to just get back to myself, Okay. get back to myself, get, get back to the person I was like a year ago. So, um, yeah, those are kind of my goals for next year. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So we both have some positive things to do. Yeah, we do. Um, which leads us into positive quotes. I know you don't have one, or do you? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I always have one. Oh. It may not be the it, one. You know what? That you better you not try me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, don't do me like that. <laughs> Because I feel um, like I will hit you with an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> oh God! Hey, hey, hey! How about okay. how about this? How about this one? It's a it's a it's a scripture, and I am not exactly sure what what uh what, what, book, what, what book. book and what book and verse it comes from. But I will say, faith without works is dead. Oh, I, I like that. I mean, because that's another thing, because I mean, I definitely do have faith. My favorite um, scripture is Hebrews 11 and 1. Uh, you know what it is. Because <laughs> I don't want to say it wrong. That's why women can't make coffee, because Hebrews. Ah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> My positive. Uh, that works is dead. Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. My positive quote tonight is silence can never be misquoted. Ooh, you better say 
That's some dope. move in silence. And when I say move in silence, I ain't talking about y'all niggas that get on Facebook and and say move in silence. Moving you moving in silence and then text time come around and you bought a new car. Like come on now. Come on now. <laughs> get wet. Let's just be real about it. So yeah. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's um that's our show guys. Yeah. Uh, we hope that you like it. Shout out once again to Brittany with uh, Pop Lifestyle. Um, head yeah, over to her. To yeah, head over to her Instagram underscore Pop Lifestyle. Uh, make sure you follow her. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to our SoundCloud. Like our Facebook page. Share, share, share. Because mm-hmm. without your support, we. You know, we just talking to ourselves. Exactly. I mean, and as <laughs> much as listening. we like that, as much as we like to talk to ourselves, <laughs> we would like for you to listen to us as well. <laughs> we know that you guys are listening because I have seen the views that we've had. So I know that people are listening, but we just want you guys to talk back to us. Let us know what you yes. think. Give yes. us your ideas. Yes. If you want us to add something, even if... Some, yeah, some constructive, constructive criticism. criticisms. Yes. Yeah. Even if you don't like them, let keyword is constructive. Constructive. <laughs> don't come for me unless I send for you. Unless I send. For All you. right. Well, you guys have a blessed week, and yes. talk to you later. Bye. Love you, Wit. Love you.